0: And tell them that I sent you and that you have it for me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys, and gals, how are you doing? Today, we talk about the movie The Clairvoyant, but it's also known as the movie The Killing Hour. But I kind of like the name the Clairvoyant much more. Um, the movie about the serial killer that kills people by handcuffing them. And they die in different ways. Now the kill scenes are enjoyable to watch. But they're mainly like TV movie style kill scenes. You know what I'm saying? But it, the, lead, the lead in this movie is a woman who has the power to like sense things. And put it on picture. So she pretty much painted, drawing like. That she sees what the killer's doing, pretty much. Um, then you get this reporter and you get a police officer that both likes this girl, and you know it's it's like a love triangle type of thing. After that, you know, so you got like drama, giallo, suspense, thriller, horror, of course, which I really like. You know, like you got a mixture of genius in this movie, and I like I like horror movies like that. Um, the clever boy, very enjoyable movie. I highly recommend it. I kind of like. I did like the twist ending, of course, like just like any other serial killer movie, like who's the killer, who who done it type of thing. But to be honest with you, it kind of I kind of predicted like slowly with the clues of this movie who the killer was, you know. But besides that, the cleansing A. K. A. the Killing Hour. Definitely check it out. Peace, guys, and see you later. Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today we talk about the movie The Cleansing Hour, also known as The Devil's Hour. Um, this is a full-length horror movie that was based on a short movie which I just got done watching because I said, I'm not going to review this movie until i see the short version of this. And the short version is pretty much with um, these really two filmmakers with the with a fake priest that had to exercise this actress. But you find out this actress is actually possessed by the demon in real life. And they have to tr- try and like, get rid of the demon. You know? And you get your twist ending. Which is like, pretty something obvious you know I won't ruin it but the full-length version now the difference with the full-length version and the short version is they have a little bit more segments with people who's watching the exorcism online and plus it, the story is more extended because it is the movie version so you got to add in stuff to it just like any other short horror movie that have been adapted to a full-length movie pretty much and the movie pretty much the same concept you have this fake Whips show that exercise demons, but if they portray, like, if the demons, they mean exercise of real, but they're all actors and actresses faking it, pretty much. Also, one day, it actually happens in real life, and the priests and the the people behind the scenes have to figure out, like, oh, my, holy shit, this is real, I can't believe this is going on, like, how are we going to get rid of this demon in real life, and in the movie version, the woman that's actually possessed by the demon is actually one of the, it's the girlfriend of one of the guys who works behind the scene. So he has to try to help his girlfriend try, try to remove the demon with the with the priest, you know, the fake priest, pretty much, and try to get his name, you know, and they're figuring out clues after the demon mentions something, it releases like a clue for the guy who's behind the scenes, the producer guy, to type it up with the information, to see what demon it is, and as they get closer closer to the name of the demon, they'll try and get rid of it. Meanwhile, the demon is pretty much holding hostage with this crew, and t- telling the fake priest that I'm gonna kill this girl if you don't obey what I want to tell you, you know. And so the priest have to oblige by the demon's trying to s- s- listen to what the demon wants and has to sacrifice himself a little bit. And you get and people who's watching it is giving it more views, and the audience members will say things for, you know, to 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 see what the priest is gonna do. Pretty much, it's it's really a lot of stuff going on in this movie. But honestly, the special effects of this movie is really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the twist ending at the end, even though again, this is something you, you have seen before with the twist ending, like the movie, like The Ring, for example, or The grunge You know, like st- 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 the way it ended, you could just tell, you know, and it was pretty obvious. You know, like I've seen this done many times. And like I say, it's not a spoiler, but if you watch horror movies a lot, especially this type of style with the with webs with with um, people watching real stuff happening online when it comes to the supernatural, you already know what's going to happen. But I did enjoy it, I was entertained by the movie, I wasn't disappointed. So The Clemson Hour, i say definitely check it out. Um, Also, you will not be disappointed in the short mo- horror movie, so I-, I say check out the short version o- of this, which I saw on YouTube anyway. Anyway, peace out, and see you later, guys and gals. Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today, I'll be talking about the movie, The Curse of La Llorona, and, um, there is so many La La Llorona movies that I have seen back in the days, especially low-budget ones, very independent, S.O.V., La Llorona, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of them, But but this movie's about another take on the Mexican legend of the Weeping Woman, as you know, she takes children away to the lake. Um, if you know the Mexican mythology lore, Google it, you know. Um, the movie is about like this case worker that looks like a I would say foster home, you know. And um, she's um, investigating, like, she's taking care of, trying to get these children, she took these children away from the home, of their mom, because the mom is kind of crazy, locking the kids in the closet. But there was a reason why she did it. As the movie progressed, the kids, those two kids dead, and the caseworker's son, end up seeing this ghost woman, and then the ghost woman end up going after the caseworker's kids, pretty much. So it's up to the caseworker to figure out who this weeping woman is, while the mom of the two kids that she took away, why she acted like that, and probably could help her or to stop the weeping woman, and trying to... Um, Ask for help from others, other people, to stop the weeping woman, and defeat her. Try to defeat her. <laughs> um, it's funny. The lead actor, the caseworker, I recognize who. I've seen the face before, and I had to Google it on IMDb, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking um, Velma from Scooby-Doo," you know, the live-action movie. I'm like, I didn't recognize him until I Google it. I was like amazed. But um, to be honest, when I kept all you know To be honest with you. It's actually good. I actually liked it. it. The acting was good. The horror elements for this movie was good. And, um, you know what? It even had an ending that would kind of please everybody. And, you know what? We need that in a horror movie these days. just a nice, nice ending. Um, with a little twist, of course, but I think the twist is not really gonna be effective for a sequel or whatever. Just leave it as that. The Curse of Little Arena. I recommend this one. Anyway, peace out, and see you later, guys and gals. Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today we talk about movie movie The Dark from 1993, and also this movie also has Neve Campbell in it in her early earlier roles, which was kind of cool because I kind of like Neve Campbell, you know, Party of Five, The Scream series, who doesn't, you know? Um, But she doesn't have, like, a lead role in this movie, but she does have a... A big portion of the movie is a, who she plays a police officer female. Um, anyway, this movie is about the scientist who's going to look for this beast that kind of like heals him. While he wants to protect this monster, you got this government detective guy that wants to destroy the monster. So it's pretty much he got to get to this beast before he gets to it, pretty much. While the detective is still knowing that he's still looking for this monster, he have not forgotten. Which you can see in the beginning of the movie how they first met and stuff. But just to fast forward a bit for this review, um, he's with a waitress that goes with him while he meets these two people that work in the graveyard and they stumble upon the beast also. Well, two things led to another when they meet up together and it and the grave, people that work in the graveyard, plus the police officer woman played by neve Campbell, were decide to go with him and, you know, pretty much help him find this beast. Which is like a prehistoric rat monster from the core antelopeus or something you know well it's pretty much a prehistoric rat let's put it like this but there's a special reason why he wants to protect this beast because the blood of this monster can heal any wound yes it can regenerate cells so that's the reason why he wants to go after this beast um so first of all this movie to me i enjoyed it it kind of have like that movie that graveyard shift your Shift, if you remember that movie about those giant rats, you know. Um. Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today we talk about the movie The Divine Fury, which is a Korean drama horror, drama. Yeah, a little suspense movie, I would say. Yeah, why not? Let's throw that in there. And um. you seen the trailers? It's kind of like, okay, to me, I know what to expect. I know this movie was getting low, low ratings, but, you know, when people watch Korean movies, especially when it comes to the horror genre or the action genre, people always expect fast-paced. And I keep on telling them, when you watch Korean movies, especially in the horror genre or the action genre, expect less of that stuff, because mostly it's mainly more drama. And, and there is action or horror in between, like this movie, for example. But they keep it balanced, man. Well acted, okay. Well, anyway, this movie is well acted. but It's a simple movie about this um, MMA, MMA fighter who has a power to st- to exorcise demons, and you know he, he has a backstory also, which you'll see in the beginning of this movie. But anyway, the point is, this MMA fighter meet up with this priest who's an exorcist, and they work together stopping demons pretty much while the MMA fighter kind of have doubts about religion and stuff, but later on he will build up to, you know, believe in God, pretty much. And, um, this movie ain't no Blade, you know what I'm saying? So don't expect, like, Blade-style, like, non-stop action constantly, like I mentioned in the beginning of this review. Um, there's action, it's pretty good, the action scenes. Um, the demonic scenes, I actually like the demonic scenes, how they said the de- demonic, um, Mythos in this movie, and um, the possession scenes were pretty good. How they exercise the demon was pretty good. I, to me, I liked it. Speaking for myself, I enjoyed it. I feel like they, like, like my last review of Vegeline, which is a cool ripoff, they kind of make this movie their own, also. When it comes to that type style, generic demon hunters kicking ass pretty much, but with some drama to it, with some story to build up on it. And um, I kind of like the main villain, the Black Bishop character who's like a villain in the movie and kinda of like once you get to the climax at the end it's kinda of like a comic book style fight, you know, it's kind of, he's like a comic book style supernatural villain. So I kinda of like the the, the divine fairy, excuse me. And I really enjoyed it. I really highly recommend this one, guys and gals. I mean, if you're not if you're open minded and you're not expecting like the fast paced stuff in this movie and you respect for what it is with the balance of between drama, action and story um, I think you will like it It has that it does have that supernatural comic book feel to it So you definitely you will enjoy this movie. I would say in my opinion. I think you will The Divine Fury from 2019. Peace out. See you later guys and gals Hey guys and gals, how you doing today? I'll be talking about the movie evil down the street um this is a, a movie I saw on Tubi TV, so I saw it totally for free. This is awesome. <laughs> Not like free free movies in general. Um, I love the Roku guys again, hundreds of times. Please get yourself a Roku. Downloads a hundred, hundred of Roku channel amps. You can have uh, oh, have amps in general too. Also, um, even down the street. Um, I did check the review for this before I watched this movie. Cause I was kind of curious, like, okay, um, do people like this movie or do people hate this movie? I see a lot of positive for this movie, but I feel like the positive when I read the reviews was too good to be true. And I only read one review that was honest that did not like the movie. And by the negative of the mov- of this review, I decided let me watch this movie. And um, I can see why the person did not like it, but I guess people. There are people out there that want like fast-paced stuff, and it's like sometimes it doesn't work that way. I feel like this movie is like one of those. You know, we watch about paranormal shows. It's about their supernatural experience. It's like a half an hour or one hour, and those shows. But what if it was a movie instead, like an hour and a half? You know. Well, this is what this movie is. It feels more like a TV movie. There's cursing, but it still feels like a TV movie. It just cuts to the next scene, cut to the next scene, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and the movie is about this family that moved to this house. And as the movie progressed, like said, I would say maybe right off the back, once they found the Ouija boy in the basement, you know? And um, the mother ended up being possessed by the by a demon. And she's still having an attitude towards her family, it's so negative. You know, and it's not like the movie's not like over the top, not like Exodus or like those other possession movies. It's more like, like a TV feel, like it was like a one, like I said, one of those paranormal documentary type of shows, you know. Um, so it's kind of like that type of feel, but I honestly speak for me because I'm used to watching stuff like this. I like the acting, I like the cast, I like the music, and this is just me speaking. Now, when you can see the Exorcism, scene, exorcism, scene, exorcism excuse me, my speech, um, to get rid of the demon, it, like I said, it's not over the top, it's more like a realistic feel of it, so I kind of like they went that one, that kind of route, in my opinion, you know? Um, does the movie have replay value? I don't see no, because you already know what's going to happen, but honestly, I find myself enjoying this movie, you know, I'm not saying it's great. Like it's going, it's like it just like the eight or nine or ten stars. why I see it on I D V for example, which I feel like is like what the fuck, you know. But either way, I say check this out. You know, the evil down the street. Anyway, peace out. I'll see you later, guys and gals. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today we're talking about a movie called The Forest. From the, it's from the early 80s, 1982. And um, I saw this movie one time, long time ago. But this is the second time I'm seeing it. And there was a reason why I did not review it. <laughs> um, the movie's like one of those early slasher movies. I, I don't want to say the word Friday 13 rip-off, because I always hate saying that. You know, because like every early slasher movie in the woods have to be a five thirteen ripoff just to capitalize on that popularity of that movie. You know what I'm saying? So I I mean for after this I'm gonna stop saying that for now on. When I review slasher movies in the eighties. <laughs> um the movie have t- starts off with these two couples dying from this mysterious killer. Later on you get these two guys hanging out with these two girls and they decided to go on a camp trip. But these two females wanna go to a camp trip by themselves and let the guys meet them later, you know. Which I think it was kind of silly, you know. Just get together, you know. Um. Anyway, when the when the two ladies start going camping, they start seeing things. And what makes this slasher movie trying to stand out because every slasher movie has to be somewhat different, right? Well, they have ghosts in this movie, and the movie is predictable right off the back. They already tell you who the killer is and the plot of why of why the killer is doing what the killer wants to do, and who the killer is. I won't say it, hey, I'll let you guys watch it. For, watch this movie for yourself. Um, the kill scenes, typical kill scenes, not really all that. Acting, um, the actors and actresses. you can't knock them, you know, they following a script, and they're doing the best they could, <laughs> you know. It's not a good movie, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not a good movie. I try and find some good qualities about it. Only one quality I can find about it is it tries to be original, trying to make it, Trying to be different than the other Slash movie by adding the ghost concept to it, with the with the human killer part of it to add on to it together. Um, it's this movie is a bad movie. It's not really all that. But I say just watch it for the hell of it. Just to say hey, I saw another Slash movie in the early '80s, and I'm just gonna add this to my watch list because I've already seen it. Um, yeah, the forest at your own risk. I'm gonna be honest with you, and um, that's all I can say. Peace out see you later.